Hey folks, welcome to the Joystick Podcast Appreciation Group Podcast Reunion Podcast. Episode 1. This is Randall Smith, and with me here today, as always, my faithful colleague, Wesley Johnson. Say hello, Wesley. Hello, Wesley. Okay. Tra- trademark humor is still intact. Yes. Yes, indeed. Uh, you're aging like a fine wine, sir. I am. Getting all those grays in my hair and in my beard and whatnot. Mm. And also here uh, today with us on episode one is Mr. Dalibor Domofsky. Say hello, Dally. Hello, Wesley. Nice. Hi. Um, <laughs> and Russ Walsh. A token Mr. millennial. Token millennial. I'm here to talk about Snapchat. Fill people, fill the younger generations in. They don't know what painted figures are. Mm-hmm. They have e-figures now. They just use Roll20. And uh, yeah. uh, I highly suggest you all check out Russ's weed podcast, The Token Millennial. <laughs> <laughs> we're hosted by Vice. It's great. Great stuff. This week we're talking with Action Bronson about how to make uh, fried pickle chips. It's going to be huge. Tight. Tight. Find them on SoundCloud. <laughs> <laughs> while, while you can. Well, you can. Exactly. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, the, the more things change, the more they stay exactly the same. <laughs> well, it's like we've been saving this up for so long. We don't really have the outlet to exhaust this uh, this hilarity. Uh, so yeah, we this save it up for this comedy. reunion show. Right. It's like when you really have to go to the bathroom for like four hours during an opera and you just you just wait to the very end. There's yeah. so there's, much that the and then there's a long podcast. Line. There's Sometimes. so much that the JPEG podcast has been wanting to say for so long. I mean, right. think of all the things that have come out. We've had three Despicable Me films, oh, or yeah. if you consider the Minions film, you know. You mean the best one of the four, the Minions? Oh, I don't know. I'm a huge Mel head. I love Mel. <laughs> I don't like uh, Stewart anymore. Stewart's weak to me. Oh, gosh. Cast him into the fires. I'm a Despicable Me 3 fan. I love Drew. You all want to start a Despicable Me podcast? (laughs) I like the idea. Despicable Us. Excellent. (laughs) Great title. Oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, Yeah, so it's been seven years or so since the last time we gathered around the microphones and and did something like this. Um, What you guys been up to? Oh, man. Where should we start? Russ, (laughs) you're the youngest. You probably Uh, have. I'm paragliding with celebrities. I'm... uh, Driving out and about, visiting various important officials. I've made big tech money selling uh, fabulous products that turn um, like ice cubes into smaller ice cubes that all have like um, QR codes imprinted on them. So they're, they're blowing up. I'm I'm a huge financial success. People love me. How was wow. the fire festival? <laughs> <laughs> I I I was in a I was in a uh, the ball pit the entire time, and I nice. <laughs> I was on some sort of substance, and I was just screaming the entire time, <laughs> and I could just feel the ball pit like running against my skin. I was totally in the nude, nice. and I was just all these people were running around screaming. It was the most terrifying two and a half days of my life. Wow. Now, when you when you say you were in the the ball pit, you mean? You were actually in a, a pit with a bunch of other guys and their ball. No, no. I had the ball pit that, imported from Dashcon. Oh. Is this a is this a millennial reference, by the way? No, no. Uh, I, you mentioned you mentioned QR codes. That just made me think of something I witnessed. Uh, I saw a QR code advertising something on the back of a semi truck. <laughs> That's kind of like that, and I thought that would be a great way to, to advertise auto insurance. 
Like you scan it and like, oh, it's too too late now. But get us before you do something stupid again. Yeah. I'm just gonna put my Snapchat on the back of my car, and if anybody has any problems with me, or like I pass him or cut somebody off, I'll just they can add me on Snapchat. I'll give them the bird. Ooh, because I'm nice. a bad boy. I also don't get the drive now, text later billboards. Like the people, uh, or you know, you don't text, but you can read this billboard. Um, so. I don't know. You ever get sad about those that they didn't keep Werner Herzog as like, <laughs> I, I think it'd be really funny if Werner Herzog was like staring down at you because he made that short film, that short documentary about texting and driving. I did not uh, know this. Yeah, he made a short film about it that was incredibly depressing, as one would expect. What if he was on all the billboards before you text? That's all I'm saying. Do you ever text? Again? That, that would work. Yeah, for sure. So I'm you went going, to college, right, Russ? I did go to college and I graduated from college and now I've. What, what's I've, your degree in? Uh, journalism. I'm a journalist. Nice, nice. Welcome. Nice, nice. I uh, do. You, does anybody want to know about AP AP Stylebook? I don't. Not I don't at all. Not sure. at all. We style should. Book. We should totally collude sometime. Yeah. I don't <laughs> believe in collusion in the press. I, I want to talk, but I want to talk to you, Russ, <laughs> about uh, the the public access, all that crazy like uh, video stuff you're doing. That stuff. Was oh hilarious. yeah. Oh, thank you, Weejo. I worked Me. very hard on that. It was really funny. Tell tell all the listeners who might have missed that. Uh, oh, uh, in college, I uh, joined our local public, uh, I guess, cable access, I guess, our college cable access channel. And um, I uh, was a assistant producer on some like low grade, like nobody. I'm scared all my college friends who uh, were part of those original shows, kind of lower grade TV shows. And then me and my friend um, Jake started a TV show together called the Public Access Archival Project, which was very high concept and nobody understood and i think it turned out pretty good i think people that, should... that's the one where people you had somebody else playing you right yeah we i had another person named um russ walsh playing russ walsh and another person playing jake siriani i can say his name because he's a public official now because he uh right now jake actually he was he went viral have i ever told you how my friend went viral oh he uh he made a uh, a rap song I just like puked in my mouth. I'm sorry, Jake. I love you, Jake. He'll never listen to this. He might actually. Uh, he made a uh, rap song for Jimmy Fallon and is now, I think he still is Jimmy Fallon's summer intern. Oh, wow. And Jimmy called him out and said, Jake, get on over to New York. And he met the, and Jake's been in New York and he'll text me like, oh, I met the human fish the other day. I'm like, you met the human fish. Uh, and the magic carp? Like, what's yeah. the human fish? <laughs> the human fish is a character from uh, the Chris Gethard show. Which is oh, a yeah. thing. Oh, I, know, I know of Chris Gethard. I've never seen the show, though. All right, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. that stuff was funny. Like, is it on YouTube still? It is also it on YouTube. I also have some short films we made for like the 30-hour short film competition. We made one that turned out pretty well, too. So if anybody wants to check out great YouTube content, hit up. Uh, I think we, it's just uploaded on the Cable 8 website or the Cable 8 YouTube page. I think it's just Cable 8, but I don't know. We might have to link it or something <laughs> if anybody that- will ever. Is that where like uh, like do you want to do video journalism? What 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 are your big dreams for us? Oh, let me tell you. I want to be a web content producer. I want to <laughs> work in producing delicious content for viral for that viral site. Tapes. Delicious the the link sharing website. Delicious. Or... And then I want to do, join the media class and become a member of the bourgeoisie. So you know, this nice. <laughs> sorry, I'm ruining the show. Uh, yeah. Like I said, the more things change, the more they stay the same. I know, right? Uh, 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 Cycles. Now, another thing I want to ask: Do you have pubes now? I do. Oh, have, I have, glorious! 
I do have. I even have a beard now, a bad beard. I, I had a, beard? a I had a D minus beard that I've um, sussed uh, up into a C beard. So uh, let's. I'm seeing if I can get it any further. I think this is about as far as it go. up. I mean, uh, and I asked this with uh, with with personal interest because I recently have come into possession of a beard myself. Yes, Randall, and I. I've seen your beard, and it's, it's quite excellent. It's a good good looking beard. I don't know. I'm applying oils to it, combing it. Uh, clipping it here and there when it needs to be. How I got mine to be so thick? Poor shampoo. Like mane and I, tail. I have, yeah, I have Snapchatted you like at two in the morning and been like, "Yo, your beard thick." It's a little bit of millennial <laughs> humor for you. Dancing hot dog. Um, uh, mine got pretty bushy there for a while. Like I, I have a lot of gray hairs in mine. Either that or it's just like toothpaste from this morning. Like uh, is it that southern heat? Is that is that southern heat? Like southern heat is, in that face? So, southern heat is the name of my sex tape. Uh, oh, and I moved to Portland. <laughs> I live in Portland now. I'm metropolitan now. Oh, I'm a. I, I used to be a country mouse, but now I'm a city mouse. Nice. Yeah, you city lived in mouse. the. You lived in a sucky part of Washington, right? Yeah, I li- no. I, well, I mean, there are two you sucky like parts Olympia? of Washington. No, no, that's the other sad part. Oh, of Olymp- uh, I actually like Olympia. Uh, not yeah, Aberdeen, Olympia's though. Cool. We all know what happened with that. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I, I liked Olympia, and that—that that was the one redeeming factor of Aberdeen was the fact that it was about forty-five minutes or so from uh, Olympia. Uh, but that wasn't enough to keep me there. Uh, I lived in Eastern Washington, which is basically the Midwest, but the like Pacific Spokane. North Midwest. Yes. Spokane, which might be the most depressing city on the planet. Well, that's uh, debate. Okay. Have you have you been to Aberdeen? That's true. Like, listen, there's a lot of depressing places, but Spokane was the one I had in my heart. Hey, it was also that thing where Spokane was the big city, you know, finger quotes, big city. But then you um, go to a real city and you're like, oh, no, Spokane is depressing itself. See, I live in a I don't live in the, the cesspool that I was in, which. I say cesspool with love. Uh, it was an interesting, fun place, Muhlenberg County. But Can you now say I'm... cesspool with love? Hey, was it I, the S Town? So. <laughs> Sorry, you're trying to get no. SNL. But actually, uh, a friend of mine was the fact checker on S Town. Actually, uh, Ben Philon. Uh, he uh, he's he's a, a friend. He's actually uh, the band I was talking to you guys about before we recorded. He uh, was one of those guys. But uh, yeah, no, I, I live in Owensboro now, which is the fourth largest city in kentucky i think it's a, a little more refined and uh, we'll get to that later but uh moved on up i guess so to speak uh but yeah i just remember russ back in the day you told me you were in the not fun part of washington no yeah i lived in a town about eight thousand, and it took 45 minutes to drive to the nice walmart there was a closer walmart but it was kind of depressing is any walmart really nice the, uh, you you learn what the real sad walmarts are now uh, now I can go drive somewhere and I can go play pinball somewhere. So that's wild. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Do you uh, ever go to uh, Voodoo Donuts? I, know <laughs> oh, I hate it. Oh, God. Yeah, what's what, what, Is it because of the voodoo thing? Is it like con- contradict with your like conservative yeah. upbringing? Uh, I just fear I fear the undead. and I'm worried that this food will like bring someone to life. I'm like, oh, my gosh, like an undead body. Maybe they're un- had them in their stomach. Maybe they're donuts that have already been eaten and they put them back together like some sort of magic. Like just once they've out. been regurgitated. Right, right. <laughs> regurgitated <laughs> and reanimated. I yeah. walk past Voodoo Donuts a lot and I always see that line and there are much I I live next to a donut place and the donut quality is roughly the same. Was it Dunkin', you know, right? Yeah. With, no, what's it called again? Uh, our Heavenly Donuts. It is a chain, but it's up the coast of California. So it's like the, so it's like the Christian version of yeah, Donuts. Yeah, ex- you might just be right. Maybe a, 
Maybe there's some <laughs> underpinnings here. My uh, conservative values are coming. No, but um, what was I going to say? Uh, you know, Portland's known for like, it's it's like high-end donuts though, right? No, no, I don't. Yeah. There's like, uh, what's the name of the, what's the name of the chain? Well, there's like two of them. Krispy Kreme? There's Pips Donuts, which is like these fancy cake donuts, which I have not tried yet. What is the name of the donuts that, uh, Googling this real quick. Sorry, this is bad say, radio. <laughs> I was going to say, I can hear somebody's keyboard going. Blue Star Donuts, which are all like, there's like, uh, raspberry rosemary donuts, like spiced donuts. They're like, well, mm, what is it? Oh, the good. blueberry bourbon basil donut. I tried that. It's good. That sounds all, like, ridiculous. Fake. Did you get yeah. drunk off of it? <laughs> I wish. That sounds they really have a good. Creme brulee donut where it's like a cream filled donut, but with like creme brulee in the middle and then like um, torched to a crisp, Man. like a crispy shell. It's good. It's good stuff. It's a good thing I didn't stay in the Pacific Northwest because if so, I would have been driving down to Portland a lot and probably be dead by now. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay though. Portland doesn't have any public restrooms. That's one thing I found out uh, when I traveled through there in route to Aberdeen. Like uh, I came off the road and nobody understands how bad a diabetic bladder is. Um, mm. I went to uh, like a grocery store or something. I thought, well, surely if I bought something, they would let me use the restroom. Nope. But they suggested I go to the place next door. I did. I saw a bathroom, made a beeline, walked past every, made a beeline to the door to walk past everyone used the bathroom, came out, and some guy jumped all over me. He's like, hey, do you live here? I guess it was an apartment building. I said no. And I explained to him that I was a diabetic that just got off a lengthy road trip. I played the D card. Yeah. Uh, still didn't make him very forgiving. He just said, to, don't let it. Hey, he said, next time, ask. I believe is what he said. I was like, well, there won't be a next time. So. There are, okay, we'll get ah. off the Portland thing here in a bit, because I want to hear Dally, who's who's up north in true America, real America. Up north. But, uh, yeah. Um, uh, there are, like, weird toilet cages. Not a joke. Like, these weird cages that are obviously closed off, but like open air toilet cages in Portland. And I used one once and it was scary. Whoa. <laughs> it was scary because people were walking on the sidewalk next to you. I hated it. And also some cops. Wait, what's were an like, open, what's an open air toilet cage? Like it, It's like, uh, seriously, I see a picture of this, right? I don't know what you would call it, but it, that's literally what it feels like. You're like, you're in a tiny cage with a, a locked door <laughs> with a, toilet that's sticking out of a sidewalk that's basically what it is it's like a sidewalk toilet i hated it and it was near uh, the train stop if i can find a picture of it i'll i'll send it in some i wish i could i knew what it was called and it was disgusting and i used the toilet paper to touch the handle and i still didn't want to touch the toilet paper anyway and some cops were like hassling like a homeless guy like outside of my toilet i was like this is the worst combination of things do you <laughs> mind i'm trying to take a dump here <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you leave me alone. I just need to take a piss. I'm a tourist. I'm looking at a few. Stop few, hassling him. You're Portland giving me stage right. <laughs> Say Portland lube. I got to get to the big. I got to get to the big uh, sax solo contest so I can win. Hey, Russ, did you ever meet the Portlandia people? Uh, No. I thought you and Fred Armiston were like best friends now. No. Mm. Can I say something uh, for the temp job? There's a lady named Shauna Brownstein there, mm-hmm. and she looks like Carrie Brownstein. I, I've, I've been afraid to ask her. Are you related? Uh, she's from shit. the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, get, yeah. Like I've, uh, I get I've scared. Actually, I get, I get scared. Like Shana. I've actually been on Slater Kinney Road. Slater Kinney Road rules. It's actually cruddy, like in terms of traffic, but it's fun to drive down Slater Kinney Road. <laughs> And listen, just blast the music up. I just like every time I came to a stoplight, I would have them cranked up just so people thought I was from there and I fit in. Because that's what you do when you're in a new town. I'm just saying I didn't really do that. 
So I'm looking at images of the Portland Loo, which is one of these freestanding toilet cages, and the caption on the Loo on the side of this thing says, the Portland Loo, a unique solution to a universal problem. I think uh, they should change that to something like, um, in our books, you're number one, you're never number two. (laughs) Dystopian nightmare. Whoa, these are kind of cool. I didn't like like it. It's like the outhouses are back and they're better than ever. They're They're kind of like in-houses now. <laughs> Speaking it's a of turdis. the American Doctor Who is going to take place in the Turtis. <laughs> Speaking of uh, of uh, outhouses, to show you how kind of backwards my hometown was, uh, my mom actually uh, had out how, had to use outhouses. Uh, that's how early the or how uh, like few last years it's week, been... right? Right. No, as as a child, but oh. still. That's uh, I think they were gone most other places yeah. back in those days, um, but yeah, God bless that beautiful town. I actually have learned to embrace my hometown more as an adult than I uh, did back when mm-hmm. we were doing the show very regularly. Uh, you know, it's it's got its charms. I go back. Uh, I'm about like an hour away now, so I, I go home and use my parents' laundry machine every weekend and uh, hang out. Sometimes I'll take the dog there. Uh, my ex girlfriend and I have joint custody of a dog, so. Uh, sometimes we'll go back there. She doesn't get to do country dog things very often. The dog, not my girlfriend. Uh, so <laughs> take her home. Take take her home to my parents' house. Let her run around and play and whatnot. So yeah, I mean, I've I've came to appreciate the the countryside. Not I'm uh, still waiting to appreciate my hometown. Yeah, you'll you'll get there. How how old are you, Russ? Twenty three. Oh wow! But will you ever see twenty four? The way things is going, I don't know. I don't know. Can't even make say, it to the twenty seven club at I, this point. Oh that was a God. Coolio. That was a Coolio lyric. In case you all didn't. Know. Oddly yep. prescient. Yeah. Anyway. Um. <laughs> what? What? This <laughs> should, is my should, comedy should. now. I'm dark. Uh, I, I guess that was a natural transition uh, to to talking about. I wanted I guess, to talk to Delhi about the heart town, the heartland. Well, like I'm feel in America. You're in the the further part of the heartland. I want to. I think like I'm the, interested because I've actually been to Michigan. Oh, really? What'd you go to Michigan? Uh-oh. What for? Uh, I went to Michigan for something I don't really want to bring up. Ugh, ex-girlfriend. But anyway. Uh, now. Uh, oh. Uh, uh, anyway. It's, it's, uh, um, let's, let's, let's hear the story. Michigan yeah. was beautiful, though. Um, the roads were bad. Flint. Oh, God, yeah. It's up the road for me. Yeah, the roads are horrible. Yes, mm. there were terrible roads. Um, I was not there for the water problems, even though they were probably already were there. And I was kind of in the wealthier parts of Flint most of the time anyway. Still bad beautiful, water. Problem. Beautiful country, though. Oh, gosh. Green so was ex- everywhere. Was your ex-girlfriend rich? <laughs> yeah, she was the friggin' robber baron who built the railroads there. That's awesome, man. <laughs> she came down there. Uh, she came up there and uh, tricked the good tags. Ta- yeah, she, uh, <laughs> she, was, she tricked everybody into uh, buying instruments for the local school. And uh, anyway, it's a music man joke. I've never seen it. You kidding me? I'm a millennial. Yeah. <laughs> Is there? I only listened to Le Miserable and uh, Shrek the musical. Ham- yeah. I I forgot about Hamilton. How could you, uh, Russ? I'm, I'm I'm kind of upset that you didn't call me or try to get a hold of me when you were I up. Did, this I night. literally sent you a message on. We were we were at one point going to go to Detroit and then it didn't happen and I felt bad. But I swear I sent a tweet at you. And this was about two years ago. So that's really yeah. the most effective way to get in touch with anybody is to tweet them. It's to tweet them. Well, I would have found a fantastic tweet way them to one time and never follow yeah. up. 
And yep. then you yeah. spell you spell their handle wrong when you at them. Yeah. Best I way. tweeted at you, my name isn't Carcass of the Dead Five. <laughs> Carcass of the Dead Six. I I tweeted at Puddle of Mud 420. The <laughs> The Centennial Band of the Universe Century. Universal Century. That's a Gundam thing. I don't know why I brought that up. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so, Dally, I'm sorry. That's all right. You're, I was just testing, testing different ways to avoid uh, avoid hanging out. Yeah. You have a kid. You you already have the ultimate one. True. <laughs> you have, That's oh. the ultimate one. Um, if, you're ever in, um, if you're ever in Portland, you can go get brew dogs. Let's get brew dogs. Is that like hot dogs that have beer in them? Beer. Oh, my God. Us millennials, I'm sorry, it's our millennial speak. I got beers with Jeffrey LeClaire recently. That was fun. Does he live in Portland now? He does live in Portland he now. Does. He has a house here. That's cool. We went and saw Oh yeah, dude together. So like who all is left in the, uh, the JPEG crew in Chicago now? Just Ryan? Just Ryan. Ryan. Oh, Justin God. Russo lives oh, just right. south he's of in, uh yeah, he's in from, Indiana in Munster. Corey. Corey. Yeah. Oh yeah, Corey on Twitter. Twitter. He's an official enemy. Corey, come come out and fight me. He he doesn't listen to podcasts. But Corey, come to Portland and fight me so we can finally finish this. Mm. Hopefully, hopefully what, what, an is, what, stuff. What, what is this beef all about? Uh, he unfollowed me on Twitter. I followed him back. <laughs> That's all I ever met. That's the last time I ever talked to him because oh, <laughs> I don't talk that, to people outside oh, this, of Twitter. The, the sting of the unfollowing. Oh, it's the worst. It is. Uh, someone, a coworker of mine, unfollowed me recently, and I was real upset about that. That's brutal stuff. And it's, um, but that's okay. We're all good people here. So, Dolly, uh, let's uh, look. How, how's uh, the side questing going? It's going. Thank you for asking. Let me tell you a little bit about the side. Whoa, you've got a great radio voice. <laughs> that's also my uh, condenser stripper, mic. stripper DJ. Voice. Oh, is that what you like? Uh, <laughs> Okay, Let's give like, it up for Bunny. Let's <laughs> give it up for Cinnamon. She's putting herself through beauty school, working at the local 7-Eleven and here at Sphincters. <laughs> I love I'd love a good sphincter-based stripping <laughs> stripping location. I'm so tired of <laughs> different taste. Anyway. I uh, like dude, is that the voice you also use when you DJ weddings too, right? Oh, I had a fantastic wedding last night. Yes. Tell oh us my about gosh. It. Tell us about but, it, Dolly. Come on. Um, was there shrimp there? There was not shrimp, although there was a lot of people yelling and screaming at me. When I do a lot of like mixed, I thought you were gonna say, but there were a lot of people yelling shrimp. (laughs) (laughs) I am short, yeah. Um, they were. uh, It was a mixed background wedding, which is a nice way of saying they're Americans and non-Americans there. And so I, yeah, I have to kind of flip flop back and forth with musical styles. Well, the uh, the one side the. Non non American side. So you took the hip hop and you mixed it yes. with the punk rock. No, he exactly. just alternated every other um, Greek song with "Proud to Be American." <laughs> <laughs> Mashup. Bless you, boys. And uh, yeah, and I had uh, had the one side of the family kept coming up to me and screaming at me, and somebody tried to knock over my laptop and uh, had liquor thrown at me. So that was a lot of fun, and I was the the funny part was if anything's funny that was. Just playing off a playlist that the bride and groom gave me, um, which is, makes it really easy for me these days. Uh, so yeah, that's fun. Uh, I've been in, involved in, or I've, I've been around altercations at weddings. So that's that's always a blast. Being a wedding DJ is actually quite fun, mm-hmm. I have to say, because yeah, you it pays really well too. I, I did a photo at a wedding Wait. here, and like I worked for three, maybe four hours, and I made two hundred bucks cash. I was like, Sweet. totally. 
Yeah, way I'm better looking than- for dreams. This podcast, by the end of this podcast, I'm have, gonna have a new dream. I think wedding DJ said. Dude, wedding DJ. Russ the wedding it's, DJ. It totally is because you just get a Spotify subscription and you're set. <laughs> Play that wedding playlist and you're you walk out of the room and get paid like a thousand dollars. Oh no, I just played shoegaze the entire night. I ruined their wedding. Well, what if you oh, did Blockhead on replay again? What if oh, you got no, hired I... as a traditional wedding DJ, but you just brought EDM stuff and you did that sort of music <laughs> the whole time? Don't um, I yeah. just played all of S Town for I played the first three episodes of S Town. <laughs> and an epi- half an episode of This American Life. I screwed up. I, I should have stupid mash those JPEG podcast. Mash those podcasts up. <laughs> Delibor, Pod- what is this Sonic Hedgehog <laughs> pizza thing? <laughs> oh crap! The wrong playlist. They're talking about the Hey Arnold movie for an hour and a half. Oh <laughs> no! Somebody showed me a video last night of this lady who, uh, and you all may have seen this. I don't know if it was a viral thing or what. I totally missed it. But uh, this lady was making a Christmas video and just looked like a nice lady. Uh, so are you ready to uh, get your uh, – it wasn't get your bells jingle. She said something about jingle bells. And she she meant to play jingle bell rock, but I guess she picked the wrong song off YouTube. And it was like – it was like – Oral sex references, but to the tune is like suck a suck. I don't want to get yes. too specific. The lady's face when the lyrics start, she, her, the face of horror on her or the look of horror on her face was just absolutely hysterical and priceless. Uh, but she still uploaded it, which was pretty There's, funny. I, I I don't usually recommend this podcast. It's kind of a niche one, but Laser Time. It's a mm-hmm. it, they're they're a podcast. They had an episode all about naughty Christmas songs, and um. They had a lot of terrible, 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 like Christmas parody songs on there. And that was definitely one of them. So I have heard that song before. Hmm. It's a nightmare. There's also, I think, Rudolph the uh, F-slur, terrible, terrible word, reindeer. It's just the most nightmarish music you've ever heard. Anyway. (laughs) It's called Jingle Bell Rock Gone Very Wrong, LOL. That's the title. (laughs) Just the worst. (laughs) You spurred me to do a search for uh, naughty Christmas songs, and the very first article is 31 sexy Christmas songs to spice the holiday <laughs> party. You know, so when I think of Christmas, I think it's sexy. <laughs> I think right. sexy. I like to Santa wake Santa. up on Christmas morning and find some new Oh, toys. God. Justin cool. Bieber's Christmas Eve is number three. Is it? <laughs> Didn't yeah. know that was a thing. Good old Bieber. I think the rise and fall of Justin Bieber in between mimics our the JPEG. Yeah. Oh, man. Baby, 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 um, baby driver. They should have used that song. That's true. Edgar Wright, you friggin' fool. Uh, so you said altercations. Like, have you ever been around one uh, that uh, occurred between the couple? Oh yeah. Oh, that that was a fun one because the the um, the bride. The, or sorry, the groom had found out that the bride, like years before they even met, had slept with like one of his close friends that was there at the wedding, and. Um, so the guy got the groom got in, involved with his buddy well, there. So what? Uh, maybe they were just tired. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I fell asleep over his place without any pants. Right. Wake up, little Susie. <laughs> that was pretty uh, fun, and then I ended up getting to go home early that night. I still got paid in full though, because you know. Nice. Go, you know yeah. Right. Have right. you been in the middle of any like? They're still married, by the way. They're still totally married. Oh, have that's kids. beautiful. They've surpassed all their problems. Everything is. Have oh, you? Uh, have you been the center of any like? Oh, okay. sorry about that. No, I was going to make a joke. I was going to make a goof. Uh, have you been in the center of any assassination attempts or uh, red weddings or such? <laughs> no, I, I Not wish. Yet. Not yet. You need There's to get to a higher level for that. 
Although the bride and groom did walk out to their entrance music was the Game of Thrones theme last night. <laughs> that, that wasn't the, that was I, a good uh, omen. That could be like a, I don't know. I bet their sex life is kind of intense if uh, that was the influence on their wedding. <laughs> a lot of little people involved. <laughs> yeah, like I, I've, no, I've still I've still never seen an episode of Game of Thrones. What? I've never I've seen an episode I've of Game of Thrones. I've seen two. Right. Well, I've seen parts of ones like on Pornhub at night, like, but. I've yeah. never, yeah, I've never seen like a, a full episode. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Did uh-huh. I just hear you say on Pornhub at night? Pornhub, yeah, you did. It, yeah. it was during the daytime at the library. <laughs> great no, conversation no. between Varys and Tyrion XXX. It's just them having some great dialogue together. Right. What if about there was, civil yeah, structure in a city? What if there was a site like Pornhub that was just like specifically for like uninteresting things from like Game of Thrones or whatever? It's like. <laughs> conversation between yeah. i think it's called uh, hbo go that's true <laughs> the, I know tony these... soprano talks about um drugs in the area i've never read any of those books either like i bought the first one and i started and i was like i can't really get into this for some reason not a hater i just crush a lot mm. so uh, uh dally what else yeah. has been going on in the last seven years you are uh, you're a father no. Yeah, I think oh, my, yeah. Da- my daughter had just been born when uh, my daughter signaled the downfall of the JPEG because as soon as she was born, like we stopped recording. She's a harbinger um, of doom. She is the harbinger of doom. She is a the, I, I will say <clears throat> for anybody who has children or is planning on having children one day or doesn't know that they have children, but they do. Um, they're a lot of fun because you get to kind of imbue a lot of yourself into them. Um whether directly or indirectly. So because I play a lot of games and do a lot of, you know, typical she's, a, she's already a wedding DJ. She, she has DJ alongside DJ handle. Uh, I think of a good one. That's D, probably something like something, my little pony related. Cause she writes a lot of my little pony fan fiction right now. Oh, she has no, her, I'm worried about she, that. Well, she has her own YouTube channel. She has way more subscribers to her YouTube channel than I do. She writes, uh, your da- <laughs> this is, this is a deep cut. Does your, did your daughter write cupcakes? She no, but she's written a review. Oh for no, she wrote cupcakes. Oh she's, no. So she's already written a review for side questing that has more uh more views than my last couple reviews. Um and Does she uh, write the Fallout the Fallout parody? No, would you call it a parody? I don't know. The Fallout uh My Little Pony crossover comic that's like the biggest that was like the biggest fan fiction of all time. Like no, the most but- read fan fiction of all time. There is, I will say that she has turned me on a lot of this incredible My Little Pony fan fiction. So there is a ton of like My Little Pony YouTube channels, like, oh, fan, like no. there's billions of them. Oh, and yeah. they a lot like go into fan fiction and plop it up. Um, oh, God, totally. So there's <laughs> there's so much My Little Pony fan fiction that's absolutely like it's there is like Twilight level 50 shades of 50 hooves of gray. Oh, yeah. Uh, Whoa. My Little Pony fan fiction. It's pretty awesome. Is there any My Little Pony ASMR? There has to be. Oh, yeah, hey, I, if not, we got a new market here, boys. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Big I, cash. I, I went down that rabbit hole the other night. I couldn't fall asleep, and my my ex like would use ASMR to help her relax. I was like, oh, let's check this out. And uh, I heard some, and then like a, a few weeks prior money. to this. Right. No, no, that's, that's where I was getting to. But, uh, <laughs> um, Several months prior to this, I found that there are a- ASMR videos for dogs. Oh, the the funniest yeah. one of those that I found was uh, uh, it had a lady for about 30 minutes massaging a dog and whispering dog facts. Like, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> female dog. It was weird. But the one the other night, uh, going back to the other night, like uh, 
there were some ear chewing videos. Uh, some of these ladies what? have micro microphones that look kind of like ears, and they would like chew on the ear and lick them, and like, yeah, it's like, you know, this is not making me want to go to sleep at all. Pardon <laughs> moi. Auga. But uh, yeah, so, sorry, that was a, a mild detour. But yeah, ASMR, check it out. It's a hot new thing. Hey, the rise of ASMR in between the JPEG podcast. And the, re- <laughs> the KFC did a Colonel Sanders ASMR commercial, which is actually really funny. Hey, did re- you, hey, if you think about it, Twin Peaks, the return, JPEG, the return. It's happening again. It's oh, happening. Totally. Think about that. I'll see you again in seven years. Are you all watching <laughs> the new Twin Peaks? I no am. Spoilers. Yeah, it's really good. Like Episode uh, eight. Oh I've gosh. never watched Twin Peaks before. Oh, so. it's no. so good. Randall, you haven't either? No, I watched the movie Firewalk with me years and years and years ago, and that's oh, yeah. all I've ever seen of Twin Peaks. And, it, and that movie was enough to make me go, this is fucked up. Yeah. The, this, the, uh, this is The TV show is kind of the Firewalks with me yeah, series, the, to be honest. The, but it's it's starting like it's starting to blend the two. Like the, the TV show was much more lighthearted. I mean, it was still pretty dramatic, uh, but there were some good moments of comedy. Uh, Firewalk with me is just bleak from the get go. Yeah. Uh, but, but it's, uh, it's all pretty good uh, for sure. The, I, I read part of the diary of Laura Palmer. I had to like stop, like, because it was like, I mean, it was very like, I don't know if you've been in through any sort of childhood trauma, which I have, uh, it, it was incredibly hard to read. Um, so I don't suggest that book, but the rest of the show is really good. Um, and there's the secret history of Twin Peaks. Uh, Russ, have you read this? I have not. It's it's excellent. It's it millennial. Go- <laughs> You're right. Uh, it goes all the way back to Lewis and Clark, like, and it ties Twin Peaks into real history. Uh, there's stuff in there about Alistair Coley. Uh, there's uh, Jack Parsons, Alistair's friend, the rocket scientist, and. Uh, Richard Nixon, L. Ron Hubbard—they're all kind of like figures in the the lore of Twin Peaks. It's it's a good read for sure, uh, and it was actually written by the co-creator, so it's official canon. But yeah, Twin Peaks—it's pretty good. Check it out. That's so all of which is to say, <laughs> glad you have a, a daughter you enjoy, Dally. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we just, yeah, we just, yeah. We totally cut you off. You're about to tell a game story. Sorry about that. Uh, tell us the gaming story. Tell us about. Tell us about. Tell it. us about how you're such a brony. Do they? Oh, does no. she play the tabletop RPG, which I saw the other day, and is very real. The model yeah. No, I, I, I'm of Equestria. Yeah, I think it's like Tales. No, I haven't uh, haven't purchased it for her yet. I'm slowly easing her in. She's a she is a so she writes fan fiction and she has uh, she like hops on those. I, I'm terrified, but she goes on those forums on those forums yeah. to read other pony fan fiction. Fan fiction no, like Octa Chocolates. Yeah, she's no, she's a console gamer. Um, and so, uh, also a tablet game or two, but, uh, she but the mo- best deals are on PC. That's true. I haven't gotten her. I got her a Chromebook just so I can keep her away from steam. Yeah. Get her, get her. She wants to get into Arma, like hardcore military. Shoes. Anyway, sorry. She was giving me some PUBG tips the other day, <laughs> but no, she's a, she's a, yeah, it's kids. They're, they're cool. Mm-hmm. It, what kind of console that. games does she play? Does she, did she play near Automata? Oh, she's already she's already gotten like all forty endings to that game. Yeah, and cried yeah. at all of them. And, and with daddy, at, please, why? I, she's I like oh, near Automata is like the the Dark Souls of near games. Yeah, you still uh, you just what did you you design for for Johnson Controls? Is it? Yeah, well, the company used to be a uh, uh, we've like changed names. So I work in the automotive industry. I design car interiors and blah 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 blah. Without getting into too much detail. Um, we've changed, we've kind of changed our company's focus to like autonomous and self-driving cars. Oh, so, um, which don't yeah. need interiors because which there's no one in them. 
<laughs> actually makes my job a little bit more secure. But uh, it's right. it's kind of cool. Self driving cars are are a thing. I, uh, That's cool. Have you have you gotten to like try one out? Yeah, I've been in a couple. I actually was in one in. I think I was at like a conference in Vegas at CES a couple a couple years back, and they had one. That did, was one of, did any of them ever go haywire? And you had to like, yeah, I I got this. Don't worry. You had to like drift. Uh, drift back into like oh yeah they could do a maximum like they could do a maximum stealth? overdrive they could do a maximum overdrive too with this well it's yeah. really going to change the fast and the Fur- furious movies in the future i think <laughs> wasn't that the plot of the new one is that um charlie's Theron? i have never seen a fast and furious film but can't charlie's Theron like a stand user control cars or something and a reference that nobody's gonna get i don't get it yeah i haven't watched it though yeah so yeah, you tried one out. Like, how how did that work out? It? It's kind of cool. I was I, I'm expecting the robot from Total Recall to turn around and be like, "I'll go to Happy Cab" or whatever it was called. But uh, they're kind of, it's kind of kind of freaky. I would say, as someone who doesn't know a thing about investment, invest in like con- like Netflix, like throw all your money in content delivery because I had more time to surf the yeah. web. I mean, I I've got I, I put some I got some SoundCloud stock. Hey, hey. You got invested it. in hey why don't you invest in me i'll i'll bring you some content you need some content i got content here for you fresh Give hot hyping content i got a i got adobe premiere illegally downloaded on my computer i could do some with that let's see email president at white house doc <laughs> change that or <laughs> did you see he, uh <laughs> i don't want to get too he had a um he had a video recently made in a iMovie about how great he's doing so yeah I can... well actually politics like we're talking to catching up with dolly here like what do you think about this whole kid rock thing i found that kind of fun i thought it was a joke right he's like running for senate or something yeah what... senate. he he's he said it's legit uh so we might have kid rock in the white house next or rather uh the Rock in the White House and Kid Rock in the Senate. Like, what if they ran together and it'd be like Rock oh, Rock God. 2020? Let's rock, rock 2020. Rock. rock the vote 2020. Yeah. There, there you go. He's already got those shirts. Like, he just get those old shirts, like the surplus, and use those. They're, so. they're, What's kind they're of po- they're, oh, I was gonna say their poster is just the the poster for the Rock, but with them standing instead of Nick Cage and Sean Connery. <laughs> like, well, yeah, his uh, I think his opponent um, that the, the Senate seat he's looking for is uh, Hard Place. So you're kind of stuck between a rock. <laughs> oh, I hate that. Oh. My dad jokes are awesome. That's one thing that I can legitimately say about being a father is that I get to make all these incredibly horrible dad jokes, and I'm like, just write it off. It's just a dad joke. It's okay to say. Man, it is the I'm get out of jail free card. Totally. Dad privilege. Yep. <laughs> it's sickening. <laughs> but, but, but like, are people like in the state like genuinely freaked out, or do people still like him? Like, I'm, I'm like oh, genuinely yeah, curious a- about that. I think there is still a contingent of folks that like him. Yeah, that's he's, crazy. Yeah, he's kind of older, though. I, I, it's an older crowd, I guess. Yeah. But it's the voting crowd. Yeah, true. Um, I, uh, he, ran those cruise, he ran those cruises so well, you know, individually, like, plotted them out, right? <laughs> he's had this sex tape with Scott Stapp. That's something I uh, found out through some of the recent articles about this. They're not engaged in coitus together but they're both getting blowjobs uh, on the same tape oh, and no. uh, appar- apparently in one moment of this video scott stapp leans back and says it's good to be the king with <laughs> eyes wide open I, i'd vote for him now <laughs> who who knew his reign would be so short i think everybody i guess uh but yeah i uh, i didn't watch it i was too scared <laughs> to but i just uh, i just read uh, <laughs> i read uh, a summary 
You went back to Pornhub and looked at some great <laughs> I went back to seeds. I went, this is great sets. It's a spoiler website. I have bookmarked for sex tapes. They spelled it out for me. <laughs> Cliff notes, but for famous sex tapes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, so self-driving cars. Nice. Uh, <laughs> I love it around. You can have uh, you can make sex tapes in a self-driving car. Well, Think about yeah, it. yeah, that would that would make that stuff kind of easy. Yeah. Um, and do, do they have like computer? Do they have computers on, on them? Like, uh, do you like type in your your destination and then they just there like an computer? iMac or something on right. it? Like, I'm not, I, I don't know how these things work. I just caught. There's that. actually there's an Emac sitting on there, which is late <laughs> night. <laughs> Is Gateway. there a GameCube with WarioWare party games on it? Or I guess WarioWare Mega Games? There's actually bong? the uh, the NES track and field is inside. So <laughs> it's, it's a power bed. Power bed. <laughs> no, it's, it, but it's it's hooked up like a Kinect, so there's no floorboard. You have to Fred Flintstone <laughs> it. Nice. Uh, it's a good way for exercise. Uh, a good way to get exercise. Um, and then I they, guess have, they, they, have a, they have a Mario Kart wheel inside of it, just in case you want to take over and drive manually. But the Wii and, one. And a whole stash the of uh, banana peels. <laughs> Actually, a whole stash of bananas. You have to so eat the peels. <laughs> do they have a manual over, override, though, just in case you do want to drive? Uh, Some of them do, yeah. I was going to say, you don't want to be at the full mercy of, uh, of the machine. Uh, no, and these cars, uh, I think today they have – there's actually a driver in these when you're, you're back there, but he's not doing anything. He's just kind of you know checking his email. Kind of like a baby driver. Yeah, kind of a baby driver. Nice, nice, nice. Mm-hmm. Ansel Erbort's there. That's uh, his name, right? Something Ansel Agort or whatever. Uh, um, Ansel so, Adam. <laughs> Thomas Kincaid. Um, <laughs> like uh, anything, anything else uh, going up in the in the Motor City that we should know about? No, nothing at all. It's the uh, jazz festivals coming by the. We have jazz. You know what would be better than a jazz festival? Would be a jazz hand festival. <laughs> Hell yeah! But it's the whole festival of people doing jazz hands. I get worried about getting hit in the face. Like somebody like arms out. Like I'm doing it right now, but you can't see it because this is audio medium. But like arms arms wide open. <laughs> Back to Scott. It's down. probably big after La La Land. They had a lot of that, right? I never saw La La Land. Yeah, probably Scott's a lot of jazz. Auto burn. <laughs> Did uh, in Hamilton probably was like. The economy, jazz hands. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'd like to pivot real quick and stop talking about me and start talking about me again. But about my about the summer cold that I've been dealing with. Do you guys ever get like sick in the summertime? Oh yeah, definitely allergies. So I've been muting myself nonstop. I'm doing two things. One, I'm eating cherries like a goddamn fucking rich fuck cherry Sorry, eater. Language. Cherry eater. <laughs> um, goddamn cherry. Which means. Yeah. Which means in an hour and a half, you're going to be shitting like a goddamn cherry eater. Well, what if it came out, what if it came out whole? Wouldn't that be weird? Uh, if I eat enough of the seeds, then I'll grow a cherry tree inside me and get taller. Um, so, so I've been eating cherries, and I've been muting myself because I've been like losing a lung and sniffling and sneezing in this whole time. And I've been sick for – this is my eighth, eighth or ninth day being oh, sick. God. And I freaking hate these summer colds. And I don't know how, if you guys get them, but – it, they last a lot longer in the summertime because you're sweating more and you're like interacting with people because you're leaving your, your house more often. So I've run through two uh, already of the daytime extreme uh, day quills. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, it's not fun. Like, I, I hate being sick. Maybe it's just the fact I've moved to a new place or something. You know, it's been a year and uh, Portland, Portland, right? Yeah, Portland. And uh, I don't know if it's because the trees Portland, are in Maine? bloom. Yeah, not part. Yep, I, I 
I, I was like, I'm going to meet my heroes, the Pats. I'm going to join the Pats, get Dunkin' Donuts, <laughs> and uh, live the American dream. And now I'm stuck up here in not Canada. It's terrible. No, but um, I don't know if it's more trees or something, but allergies have been killing me. Oh, my God. Oh, my man. sinuses. Come, come to the south, Kentucky, man. That's uh, The weather here is so weird. It's all that old vine down mm-hmm. in the south. It gets mm-hmm. you. But, man, I've been I've woken up in the middle of the night, and my sinuses are, like, squeezing themselves. Like, ugh, terrible. I have to take Zyrtec, and then I get sleepy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What if it was, like, a Blizzard? Uh, what if Blizzard, like, was a big pharma company, and that was Zyrtec? Well, I don't know. I mean, the way things are going, I'm addicted to these freaking loot boxes. Am I right? I mean, that's am I right, drunk. millennials? I mean, I'm freaking addicted. Like, well, can I get that freaking Reaper skin? I mean, come on. <laughs> Coming up on the JPEG show, the second segment, Overwatch. <laughs> oh, so uh... the big changes. What do you think of Doomfist? Do you think he's about? He's ready to hit the big leagues? You think he's going to yes. be the new? Comp guy. Do a search for Doomfist cosplay on Pornhub. <laughs> oh boy. Speaking of uh, Overwatch, uh, there is a university here in town that is going to do an esports team. They've been putting it together, and my ex girlfriend's brother is kind of the point man on this. Wow. So I'm, I'm getting kind of getting a, a, a interesting look at how all this is done, and I think I'm going to produce like a, i'm in charge of podcasting for the library i work for now that's a, a new addition to my job and uh, i'm going to produce kind of like a, a, a documentary podcast with this process and i'm trying to get some some experts to comment on esports to like intersperse that throughout it uh but uh Throw i got Rustin put, as uh, a ringer yeah come yeah, on yeah. hit me up yeah <laughs> do, you, do you follow esports at all because i almost think it would be funny to have a fake expert on there that's uh, what I'm saying. i watched i watched uh-huh. sgdq recently for about Perfect. Perfect, you're in. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this I don't know. It's kind of cool. Like this is, you know, it's a it's a bigger Kentucky city, but it's not really something you th- would equate with esports. Mm-hmm. Uh, you should get that. Uh, the the I think it's like his name is Kevin Strasser, K Strass, the guy who was the fake yo yo master. He he's a fa- have you seen that? Oh video? yeah, yeah. And guy. he was like a fake chef as well. And they just their whole shtick is to go didn't on. He end these... up being on the Office. Like I think he joined the Office cast for like one as a bit player or something for a little bit. I, I don't know, but he'd be great to have on there as like a fake esports. Right. Oh, thanks Stally for trying to lose me my new job. <laughs> it's okay. It doesn't pay anything. And pay, oh, I was, I, I thought it paid scale anyway. Oh. Oops. Um, I'm showbiz. Uh, Hey, uh, that's another thing like, uh, uh, that I've done in the past seven years. Speaking of showbiz, I was in a few movies. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, one of which you can watch on Amazon Prime now. Uh, oh it's called Vol- Volumes of Blood. It was shot at the library. Uh, that's that's the feature that I was in. It's I'm, I have a very small role in it, but I was a producer and it was shot at my library. Like uh, so, back about five years ago, I moved to Owensboro and I moved specifically to work at the library here. And uh, one part of my job, like it was I, my job's IT, but I also do a lot of events. I'll book speakers, short films and features and just kind of event planning sort and, and hosting concerts. We actually had some professional wrestlers speak at our library. I, I didn't, wasn't involved with that program, but a uh, madman Pondo and crazy Mary Dobson came with some of their weapons. Like she's in, uh, she's in next now, but uh, originally they were in the insane clown posse federation. So we had some authentic juggalo wrestlers. I work at the coolest library ever, uh, but I do, uh, I'm in charge of our short film series. Like once a year, well for eight weeks we have uh something called unscripted and we invite regional filmmakers to come in and show their films 
then and we we show them twice, so they got to be short films. In between each film, they talk about their film, they do a Q and A, then we show it again, and they do a live commentary. And eventually, a film school component was added to this. This was before I was like made the point man on it. Uh, and we had two shorts shot in our libraries after hours by a team of directors who were actually working, and then we had actors and crew that have had worked in film before and some that had just volunteered like patrons like to do PAs and some acting and stuff like that. The, net, the second installment of the script of the film school is when we made volumes of blood. And, uh, that was uh, done by some more established people, but, uh, we did have like volunteers as like PAs and, uh, came out pretty well. It got in like my, my, my face, uh, covered in a pumpkin is in Rue Morgue magazine. Uh, ain't it cool news wrote about us. Uh, we got in Fangoria, I think on the website. I don't remember if we were in the magazine or not. So uh, uh, I'm looking at the Amazon reviews right now. The movie guy um, was a big fan, and he says there was the F word in it, but there was no sex or nudity. So that's kind of like uh, my that's my scene. But Stacy Mills, <laughs> Stacy Mills gave it one star. Yeah, DVD doesn't play. <laughs> I, think you should, I think you should head on over there. We Joe, you're, a, as a producer, you should go over there. That's not our and, like. Hand her a new DVD because DVD doesn't play. <laughs> I love that on Amazon where people review things based on the fact that, you know, my order was late. I was like, eh. But uh, I was also in a few other shorts that were shot around here. And it's fun. Like, I've, I've not had any kind of substantial roles or anything. Unless you're talking about the ones from all the pizza I eat. Oh, oh. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's fun. I and that's Robbie. Uh, uh, I can't believe. I think, what did I just call you, Robbie? Anyway, I can't believe Weejo here just just eats pizza rolls he doesn't eat pizza anymore i know i know it's it's just uh that that tim and eric commercial really did it for me oh my god it was pretty good yeah uh but that's that's a big thing that i've been like i'm i've really like i've befriended a lot of directors and like very very deep into the film scene over there and there's a lot more going on between our town louisville and evansville than you'd think uh some some stuff's been like genuinely good like the first series that I booked myself, like like to show you some of the range. I mean, we get a lot of horror. Like that's pretty easy to do. Uh, but uh, the last, uh, or the, rather, the first one I booked myself, there was a film about a guy contemplating suicide. Uh, he's going through his closet and he finds an old childhood toy, which is actually a puppet, and the puppet talks him out of committing suicide spoilers uh but the guy who made it kind of like studied like henson sort of stuff and he he's actually a really good puppet maker um so yeah we're doing some doing some interesting stuff uh around here had quite a few uh traumatic love stories i know everybody always liked those back in the day brilliant uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, before I get into that, I would also like to talk about another local thing that I did, and that was I went to a massage parlor that ended up getting busted for prostitution. Oh, that's kind, no. That's kind, that's kind of a love story. Uh, but uh, I went to this place when it was in the mall, and the the weirdest thing that happened while I was there was that uh, the masseuse was conversing with another person in the room while giving my massage in Mandarin Chinese. And it was like an intense conversation. And I mean, I'm no xenophobe or anything. Uh, and I love the, I actually love Mandarin and I've studied it a little bit, but um, I don't know. It's just weird having someone involved in an intense conversation that I didn't, uh, un- that I didn't really know uh, while touching my back. Uh, didn't really like that very much. Uh, I later, despite my weird feelings from this, went to their off-site location, and that's where the magic happens. Apparently, uh, I went in. There's an off-site location, right, and you right. chose to go there. 
Well, I mean, offsite. It's just not at the mall. Uh, it was by like Great Harvest uh, Bakery. Uh, but I went there and they were cash only, they said, which should have raised some red flags in hindsight. But I went and got money and came back. And then uh, once I gave them my cash or whatever, or I, actually, I can't remember if I exchanged cash first or not, but not important. I was escorted back to the massage room by one lady. And I was like, well, I have to go to the restroom. So she pointed out where that was. I went to the restroom and then... As I was making my way back to the massage room, another lady stopped me and grunted at me aggressively. Like she pointed, like when I was about to open the door, she's like, eh, eh, eh. I can only assume that she didn't speak English at all. Uh, but I interpreted her grunts as to mean, like, hey, you're not supposed to go back there. But I was able to communicate to her, I've already been taken back, blah, blah, blah. This lady That's the line I use. I've right. already been taken. Right. <laughs> That's, uh, but she was ultimately my masseuse. Uh, she followed me into the room. And grunted a few more times, and I interpreted those as meeting to get undressed to your comfort level. I was already feeling weird, so my comfort level at the time was probably a snowsuit, maybe some gloves. <laughs> but I managed to just take my shirt off. So I take my shirt off, and she comes back in and makes an exasperated sigh like she was frustrated with me or whatever. Grunted a few more times, and I, I knew she wanted me to take my pants off, but I kind of like played dumb. She uh, finally gave up and just started the massage. And then she got down to my lower back and starts pulling at my pants and grunting more and just grunting, pulling my pants, pulling my pants, pulling my pants. And, uh, and I, I said, do you want me to take my pants off? <laughs> and uh, she didn't really say anything, but she continued the massage, worked on my legs. And then she started doing things to my butt. Um, and it was uh, – I don't know if this is something that's common, but I guess it was supposed to be a butt massage. But she was just basically pulling my cheeks apart and letting them clap back together. Oh, no. Right. No, it was, it was – I mean if I had been like pantless like or even without underwear, that would be really weird to think about her doing that to me. I mean there's no way I could have held in a fart if I had to. Um, but a nightmare. Uh, you are trapped in a nightmare I probably right. had before. Right. At that time, I was like, dear God, make me a bird so I can fly far, far away. But uh, I did not uh, become a bird. I became – a rock and no, oh, man. Not, not, not how you think. Uh, I was like, not, not, not moving hard. I let her finish. I, I, I let her finish, but I certainly Ooh. did not. My happy ending that I was, was that I was able to escape without them putting anything inside of me. Uh, so I didn't go back to that place and probably a good two years passed by. And all of a sudden there are stories everywhere that they got shut down for a prostitution ring. <laughs> uh, so uh, they were like, it was like Owensboro was breaking bad there for a few minutes. Um, and they uh, bust the, the police were watching them, I guess set up a sting and the, the location that I went to I actually had a friend who used to live across from it. And uh, he said that they would see like older men in cowboy hats coming in with like dozens of roses. I guess they were falling in love with their masseuses uh, and, Eventually, they noticed a thing hanging in a tree, uh, and my friend's brother went to check it out, and there was a camera inside of it. So I guess they were being watched by the police, and not too long after they saw this box, a moving truck came up there late at night, and they packed up that whole place. And within a few days, it was a mini storage business. Uh, uh, so yeah, and as we talked about in our chat the other day, one of the people who got arrested looked exactly like a hero from heroes. Yeah. It's, it's uncanny. The yeah. resemblance. Yeah. We, that can be the podcast image. <laughs> I think I need to find my local, right. my local shady business. Cause I need some good stories like this. It, it's uh, yeah, it was uh, 
I don't know. This Owensboro is a bigger city than where I come from, as I mentioned, but it's not in in the grand scheme of things. It's not that big. I think we got sure about. I can find maybe, some just as shady here in Portland, Oregon. It was uh, an old oh, port town, right? Uh, but we only have like nine thousand. So it's just like it's so unusual to hear anything. I mean, of course, there's drugs and stuff like that, but you never hear anything like a big prostitution ring being busted up. But I, th- I think I want to write a Breaking Bad esque story about the town. Uh, but anyway, um, the the actual love love stories like. I've got a few of these, and we might have to dribble these out over the next few episodes. But uh, the the <clears throat> oh, excuse me, uh, the most interesting of those would be uh, a girl I met at a cemetery, um, and I met this girl while I was dating someone else. Uh, I had uh, through the film program I mentioned, I met someone uh, who lived in Lexington, and that's about three hours away from me. The two of us started dating, and we dated for a couple of months, uh, and driving up to Lexington every weekend as much as I love Lexington really took its toll on the relationship uh, I would go up there and spend the weekend with her then I would come home uh, but I met this other girl at a, a local history event at a cemetery and we you know casually talked or whatever and I thought to myself you know it'd be nice to have someone that just lived a few minutes from me because we kind of clicked a little bit well another person met the same girl that same night and uh, instantly went to some mutual friends uh, to get her information. Uh, and this guy uh, was a former monk who had to leave his monastery because of some health concerns. And uh, excuse me, I'm about to cough. <coughs> ah, sorry, I tried to mute it. But so, yeah, this guy left his monastery because he had some health concerns. I think he had arthritis really badly, had to move back in with his mom because he couldn't he, he couldn't take care of himself very well. But he went to our mutual friends to discuss this girl, and they started hanging out. They started hanging out, but not dating. But I think he was under the impression that they were dating. A few weeks after this, the girl broke up with me that I was seeing. The woman broke up with me that I was seeing. And um, I instantly started messaging this other person on Facebook. I was like, hey, blah, 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 blah. And it turned out this other person was fresh out of a divorce. So she was nervous about dating someone else. And I was like, oh, well, that's okay. You know, We can hang out or whatever. And we ended up dating pretty quickly after that. A few weeks into this relationship, this other guy reaches out to a friend of mine and says, hey, how long did you uh, and your wife know each other before you all got married? I really think I met the one. He was looking at rings or whatever with this woman who I was already officially in a relationship with. I was like, whoa, something's weird here. (laughs) She told me as we started talking, it's like, well, I got to tell you something. There was this other guy. I think he got the wrong idea about what we were. I had a speech with him about what we were and what we weren't. I don't know that it clicked or whatever. And he's like, she was like, I just wanted you to know this. Uh, So I was like, oh, whatever. And we were kind of weirded out about that. We came home one night and he had left a cologne slathered note on her door. Um, She wouldn't let me read it. uh, And I'll eventually get to why that, that probably happened. Uh, She left it in my car for a little bit and I was very tempted in checking it out. And then I really wish that I had of, but um, we went out for like, two and a half months maybe and a few weeks into it we started talking about marriage it was the stupidest thing i've ever done in my life oh uh, my she was God. actually she was looking at wedding venues too but it was like she was so like uh, infatuated or we were so infatuated with each other uh and we you know she went within a couple weeks talking about wanting to get married sometime later the next year or late that year whatever time it was uh and then she stopped talking to me. Our relationship eventually devolved into just texting each other. And the final straw was when she uh, she was supposed to meet me for lunch. And this had 
was after several days of not really talking or seeing each other and uh she she fell asleep she didn't come because she had fallen asleep i was like okay we have to start having real conversations if we don't we can't you know we, we, we if we have to have real conversation, have a real relationship, whatever. Can't remember what I said, but uh, she's like, "Okay, well, we'll we'll talk tomorrow." And I did. And she broke up with me, <laughs> uh, but she said, "You can keep your key as long as you still use it. Uh, you know, you don't have to go anywhere. You're just, you're my best friend." She would still tell me she loved me, called me babe, and use all this language. It was almost like I was being kept on a leash just in case she got bored of the other guys out there. Uh, but I stayed kind of in her vicinity for a while and we would go out and do stuff. I would babysit for her. So she's had a nice little Joe Friday uh, uh, to, to run errands for her pretty much. I was like, she hadn't, the, the, it was in tra- like trapped in a black hole pretty much. Uh, but uh, eventually she stopped having anything to do with me at all. And I was like, well, that's weird. I thought we were best friends. And some other people that knew her told me she was dating someone else. And like, I wanted to genuinely be her friend. Uh, and I said, you know, if you're dating someone, you can tell me. She told me she was in a busy season. And when she got out of the busy season, we would hang out again, whatever that means. Uh, getting busy but, season. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, but I mean, I knew she was dating someone, but I eventually started dating someone else. Uh, like after the breakup, I was like, oh, well, whatever. And this other girl and I, woman, sorry, please forgive me for saying that. It's a bad habit. Uh, this other woman uh, was like the best relationship I've ever had in my life. We were together for about six months. Everything was perfect. And I feel like that's who I'm supposed to be with. But it just so happened she was engaged to somebody else. That's all. Um, but uh, we – You homewrecker. Right. But uh, – and one thing I, I discovered after she – after I started like getting past the out-of-her-reality distortion field and realizing how like sort of a sociopath this other person was uh, – like some of the stuff I found out, she actually has a reputation in town of luring men in and like just convincing them that they were meant to be to each uh, with each other. They were the one. The marriage was on the table. Like she had done this several times. Uh, she uh, she would do this, and as soon as that man failed to live up to her perfect expectation of what a man should be, she drops them like a bad habit. The monk that she told me was a friend that got the wrong idea. Like he, uh, I met him after that. He's a really good dude, and he's a very religious, like a deeply religious person. Doesn't uh, doesn't lie. Uh, I kind of mistook him as like the the nerdy guy who's telling people, "Oh, this girl likes me." Uh, and uh, but yeah, you know, he's a very honest and good person. Uh, and they were hanging out, and he was pretty fresh out of the monastery, and she was pretty fresh out of her marriage. Uh, they would confess that they had feelings for each other. And she said, well, I'm just out of a marriage. I don't need to date. And he's like, well, I'm just, I'm still under my vow to the monastery. So I don't need to date either. And like a teenage girl, she texts him and says, maybe we should try kissing. I was like, okay. Uh, and they did. And apparently it got more physical from there. And then somewhere in all there, I came along and she dropped him like a bad habit. And he still had all these thoughts of marriage. So I'm sure they talked about marriage too. Uh, she has been married once before, engaged once, and recently she uh, started talking to a guy. And I pick up some second knowledge just because I like soap operas. Uh, she, uh, some guy lived like out west somewhere, and he moved back, or he moved here. He didn't live here before. I think they, she lived down there too. Moved to town so they could be together. 
they got engaged in a few weeks. Then they broke up. He left his job here and moved back to where he was from. And now somehow she's convinced him to move back here. So within the span of just like maybe seven months, they went from he went from living here or he moved here rather. He left his job back where he's from, moved here, got another job, dated her for a while, got engaged. They broke up. He moved back there, got another job, and now he's left and he's came back here. And now there's they're looking for marriage, uh, pre-marriage counseling at churches. It's like okay, uh, but uh, yeah, that's a, that was a that was a crazy crazy time in my life. And like Charlie, the other guy, uh, the the monk, he calls her a serial monogamist, which is apparently a thing, uh, and. Uh, she just, I don't know, she like does the same thing with so many people. And I was like, I, I feel like uh, me and some of her exes should form an anonymous type group to like warn people. Uh-huh. <laughs> Let's produce, produce some, some anonymous should, videos. Yeah. Should uh, I should I explain to my fellow millennials what monogamy is? <laughs> like, uh, yeah. No, that's okay. I think they can. They look it up on. Uh, yeah, Urban look D. it up on Urban or, or, D. Yeah, or, Urban D. Yeah, that's what the kids call it. But uh, the, <laughs> Urban D. Yeah, they always the, talk about it. Uh, yeah, I just uh, I just recently got out of two and a half year relationship with someone else. Uh, so that's that's a whole other story. But uh, yeah, yeah, feeling that the tides of time wear us wear on us all. The JPEG. I know, right? I didn't mean to bring everybody down, but uh, yeah, hopefully the strip club or not the I'm strip club. I'm actually literally lying on the floor right now. Oh man, <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Thanks for working hey, out. Fine. I can I can get things sadder. I have my ironic anime body pillow here. Oh. I just grabbed it from the closet. It's here is right it, now. Is it Kamiko like James Franco had in Thirty Rock? No, back, it's uh, Darkness from the anime Konosuba. Konose what? Konosuba. Uh, Sphincter says what? <laughs> anyway, Are we back so, on the sphincter. Yeah, we're back on the sphincter. Grown oh, man yeah. with a body pillow brings it to a strip club. That's a sketch idea for the future. Anyway, I'll write that down. Um, so I'm glad I brought it down to its lowest. So now we can bring it back all the way up. Right. You got, have you ever seen it here? I'll drop the link. Um, I guess uh, I'm trying to think if there's any other things. I have a Prius now instead of a Yaris. I totaled a Prius. Went to the, yeah. Oh, the Yaris. Fun. What happened to Yaris lover's dad? And Yaris owner's dad, actually. Yaris oh, dad. My dad has retired. Uh, and uh, he's still quite the character, that's for sure. Uh, he uh, he had another dog pass away recently, so it's more more uplifting stuff for the. But you all remember how my dad wrote poetry for his dog, right? Yes. Uh, Didn't he keep yeah. the ashes by the bedside or something? Yeah, he, he, and I think he may still have that. But uh, what he doesn't know is I dumped that out and I filled it up with paper ashes. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but no, <laughs> his uh, his latest one, and I love dogs. Dogs are like my favorite creatures on the planet. So, but I feel like he has overreaction sometimes. He paid two hundred dollars to get a headstone for his latest dog, and that headstone is emblazoned with I think more poetry that he wrote in a picture of him holding the dog, and it's like in our yard or in my my parents' yard, uh, and it's uh, yeah, it's uh, gotta love him. Uh, um, but uh, yeah, he he retired from a ninety thousand dollar a year job and now works at Walmart because he's bored. Is it a fun Walmart? Yeah, I mean, this one is Walmart's can be. I is guess he in charge of the of the ball like the those like that big tub of balls that's in the play section and they're all like Star Wars branded. More with like, ball bounces around them. <laughs> you know, listen, I got a bit here and I got to stick to it, man. It's called okay. Yes and Thank You. I've taken Sticky two balls. improv classes. It's, it's called yes and thank you or just yes and you're saying thank you to randall it's yes and sweetie 
Oh. It's Yes and Thank You Randall is the name of the. <laughs> yeah, let's initiate a scene. Um, can I get a suggestion for something stinky? Like a uh, ball pit. A sphincter. Oh, sphincters? Anyway, let's continue before this becomes a, a hilarious episode of Comedy Bang Bang. Coming up Brad. next, we're going to have cinnamon and insulin in the ball pit. <laughs> cinnamon and insulin. That's like a good name for it, like a, a romantic song from like the seventies. Cinnamon uh, would be cinnamon would be the stripper, then insulin would be the guy who'd come out and be like, actually, um, be sure to use hand sanitizer and uh, uh, you know, try to respect women because all women are queens. And uh, why not? Why don't you go see Wonder Woman this weekend? I love Wonder Woman. That was a good movie. I just saw the new Planet of the Apes movie yesterday. Oh, I'm gonna be checking that out. Was I saw Spider Man. I love Spider Man. But hey, Randall, we haven't talked about uh, your uh, your last seven years. What have you been up to, man? Uh, well, I moved to Atlanta. That's How's that treat? Yeah. The the dirty South. The dirty South. Uh, it's pretty cool. I'm He's here. a little more dirtier now that Randall's down there. That's right. That's right. We're digging in the digging in the dirt here. Um, my uh, family and friends are my college buddies. A good number of them live here in town, and one yeah, of them actually we, runs a brewery. Did, did, oh yeah, the guy, from the Nick, the paste guy, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, that's cool. cool. So, um, hmm, what else? Oh, you know, I should have said real quick. Art, art, art is still out in Portland. Art, art Santana, but he's also the busiest man in Portland. So I, I, I think I've seen him like twice. Oh, he's yeah. moving here. Anyway, and just want to bring up I, I, in the. 20% chance he even had time to listen to this. Uh, high art. High art, just like Game of Thrones. He's cool. Mm. Anyway, yeah, sorry, yeah, right with your friends. Yeah, no. Um, what else is going on? I You're uh, back, in, back in college, right, you said? Yeah, not college. It's it's what's called a portfolio school. It's, it's basically uh, for people who are trying to get a book together, a portfolio together, to get a job in a creative capacity. So it's basically like an ad school. It's called the creative circus. Um, mm-hmm. And it's actually, it's one of the top flight schools in the country, which is nice. pretty cool that it's right here locally. If it wasn't local, then I never would just wouldn't have gone, but I kicked the idea around for a bit. I've worked at Trader Joe's for a number of years now uh, and decided finally to, bite the bullet and go study copywriting, which is what I'm doing now. Nice. Yeah. And it's burying me. I'm up to my eyeballs and work. I would like to get my MLS and I just, the, the thought of going back to school while having a full-time job and being like 38, that's, that's uh, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta have more capacity uh, for, for things like that. Uh, I think than I do to, to get that. Yeah. I'm not sure whether I have the capacity or not. I'll be 40. <laughs> Be forty six in less than a week. Uh, so, which once again makes me like the old man of the JPEG. <laughs> but wait, are we all uh, old enough to be Russ's? Oh dads? yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm from Muhlenberg County, so technically, I would just have to be like twelve, <laughs> maybe five, 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 probably five years older than Russ. Yeah, that's yeah. Twenty three. I'm half. I'm half. And then in twenty three years, there'll be a small man running around being depressed somewhere else. I'll be like, welcome. <laughs> the next in the line, a torch <laughs> like Prometheus handed down to the next generation. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you're wanting to get into like writing, uh, like sort, sort yeah, of like, writing ads, 
uh, writing for nice. um, print and and um, digital media as well as like television, radio, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Writing scripts. That's the kind of work I'm learning to. Do That's right cool. Now. Yeah, so. advertising would be fun. Like uh, you could come up with the next. I'd like to buy the world of Coke or whatever. Yeah, you could be the new Madman. Yeah, I could. <laughs> you could be like uh, all drinking... meetings. Meetings last maybe ninety seconds and somehow involve three scotches and five and cigarettes. Crying, there will be oh, some man. tears at the end of everyone or a dramatic reveal. Yep. Nice. Um, yeah. Dude, I guess uh, we were talking. I don't remember if this was while we were recording about like all the movies being shot down there and TV shows. You ever like run into any of that, or you ever try to be a zombie on Walking Dead or anything like that? Uh, actually, my next door neighbor has been an extra on a number of episodes of The Dead. Um, what's funny is because you know these are people from Hollywood or you know from California. A lot of them, they all know Trader Joe's, so they will come into the Trader Joe's to shop. Like weeks ago, I I uh, I rang up um the guy who plays Morgan on The Walking Dead, and oh, wow. it's been a couple of times that way. I've it's a little slice of Hollywood there. Yeah, the guy who is uh, I mean Andrew Lincoln has come comes in regularly, and I actually funny story. I I checked him out one time. And he was buying alcohol. And this store, this particular location, is right across the street from a high school. So they require us to check every single one's ID, regardless of how old they look. So I had to ask him for his ID. And um, he shows it. It's got his real last name on it, which is not Lincoln. Do I know what it what is? is? Hmm. Well, was it sure. Washington? No, it's not Washington. It was Kennedy in the Ford Theater. What, what, what was it? Can you, can was you say Was that your impression of the colonel? Or it's all the <laughs> Can, can you say, uh, or is that uh, Please don't disrespect no, the boss no, and his memory, my greatest hero. His last anyway. name is Clutterbuck. Whoa. Clutterbuck? Clutterbuck. Wow. Like clutter around the house, and then the buck stops here. All one huh. word, Clutterbuck. And he goes, Daddy, see why I changed it? And I was like, well, Benedict Cumberbatch gets away with it. And he's like, yeah, oh, he's awesome. a good friend of mine. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> this should have been like, hey, you guys ever kiss? yeah if you love him so much why don't you marry him um the best part was he he has to he shows me the id and his picture he looks just like rick grimes in the picture like apparently he he came off set to take the test and the woman at the dmv was like rough morning (laughs) yeah slaying some walkers that's good. Yeah. Nice to know that it's he sounds like he's actually nice that's cool and he also Uh, like when he's in the store when he's out and around, he talks like Rick. Keeps the accent. He doesn't actually oh, use wow. his real British accent. So. Splendid in with the country folk. That's right. That's cool. So a number of folks have come through. The woman who played Laurie was was there, and um, Maggie has come through. Stephen Yun came through a number of times, and I know just, him. Yeah, it's it's just uh, you know it's kind of a thing. Um, John Ham, those guys. John Ham. Yeah, John Hamm came through. Was he, ha- was he too handsome? Where you'd be like, can you please leave? You're too handsome. Did you get a look at that sweet schlong he's supposed to have? Yeah. Like, see anything? See anything like John Bulge? <laughs> uh, did you see that sweet schlong? Excuse me? <laughs> well, no, he's seriously like, and it, what was funny, did you listen to the episode of Comedy Bang Bang it was on recently? Yes. Like, uh, Scott Ackerman was like, uh, was some, they were talking, they got on the subject of like, 
his wiener or something. He's like, he's like, oh yeah, oh no, they said he was podcasting naked or something. He's like, oh, those stories on the internet I read aren't true or <laughs> something like that. Yeah, this has become an episode of the Hogcast because we're talking about other podcasts now. <laughs> I guess this is a podcast hogs, that was made in apparently. response to a podcast. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm not this was a sure. podcast. Yeah, I'm not even sure what we're doing on this show at this point. <laughs> we're st- I think. I'm, I'm, I think this is just trying to prove that um, we all survived. We all made it. We did. You no, know, we're alive. horrible nerds. The horrible nerds made Slay it. Slay that dragon. I think that's, that's the communal dragon slayer for the for the group. We made it seven years. That was a good segue attempt, Dolly. Thanks. I try. <laughs> yeah. So I guess. Uh, gosh, now's as good a time as any. Dragon slayer. What'd you do, Randall? Have you what finally you beaten? Uh, have you finally beaten? Um, Oh my gosh, why am I free? Uh, what's the name of that game? Crackdown. Have you finally beaten Crackdown? Have I finally beaten it? Um, Remember when you did 10 episodes in a row where you're like, I got some more orbs in Crackdown. That was like, yeah, did you listen I to got every, all the orbs. <laughs> did you listen you to every episode before, uh, before a study? I got rest. every last one yeah. of those damn orbs. I just remember there was a stretch of the JPEG podcast where Randall would talk about what orbs he's gotten, what orbs he's collected, well, how he feels about the orbs. Just remember a lot of orbs. That's a specific JPEG memory. Wow. I think you should be honored. Yeah, apparently. Apparently they had sticking power, um, much more so than I ever would have intended. <laughs> but no, I recently got Rock Band 4. With oh, shit. Okay. And I wish, so, like, I don't think I could play Rock Band in my apartment. I miss Rock Band. <laughs> I miss Rock Band so bad. Well, here's Ground the, Control is brought back. That's here's the, the secret. Um, rock Band is not the game that we all loved anymore. It's Oh, did it change? It's I mean it's in a lot of ways it's exactly the same, but it's plagued by a lot of problems with the hardware and the software and the Rock Band 4 came out and it didn't even have online multiplayer with it. Right. Which was for like that is that the newest one? Yeah, for, well Rivals is the expansion for it and it reintroduced online multiplayer and put in a couple other things, but Problem is they switched peripheral manufacturers and meanwhile like twice now. Yeah, like I think the Rock Band Four was so bad that it put Mad Cats, their peripheral manufacturer, out of business. Oh, nice. So, well, I heard I heard they've always been kind of poorly run, but that was the straw that broke the camel's yeah. back to use an overused idiom. Yeah, I mean, to me, the the best peripheral manufacturer was Red Octane. And they stuck around with uh, Activision, I think. Activision and then they made your them. favorite controller of all time, the Tony Hawk Skate. What is it called again? Tony Hawk. What was that game called again? The one with the peripheral. Oh man. Oh, are you talking about the board? The one that was just the board or whatever? Yeah, Tony Hawk. Downhill, oh. something or other. No, that was the Wii one. Anyway, and that's how you play all your games now. It's just with that. It's Tony Hawk just Ride. With that right. All right. Yeah. There you yeah. Go. That's yeah. what it was. Playing Tony Mass Hawk Effect Ride. Andromeda. I actually have a reclaimed <laughs> Sega activator ring, and I just use that. <laughs> nice. What? Uh, who ended up with the the Joystick Podcast Appreciation Group Podcast Joystick? I have it myself again. Oh, did you get it back? Cool. I got it back I, from Jono Gregory. It's, it needs to, to be rewired. You're taking it to Evo next year, right? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> to play Dragon Ball Z Fighters with the That's Fighters. supposed to be really good. I mean, it uh, was Arc Systems is yeah. uh, doing it, and they're—I mean—they're the Guilty Gear people, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's the first fighting game I've been interested in in any way in recent memory that I'll buy. I almost thought I almost thought about buying Injustice Two, and I said, "No, I'll never do that." 
the little yeah. bit I played at E3 was was pretty cool. Yeah, I can't do. It. I've never been able to do fighting games. I'm always terrible. Me neither. Them. But I keep thinking I'm going to. Yeah, <laughs> I that's think why this I built is the, the one. Right. I built the joystick. And like, no, I'll have the Pro Edge. And not, just, not since, uh, not since Pit Fighter. I just, I'm <laughs> just like, I feel I'm just mostly like Eric Andre, and I just wish Chun Li was real. <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool. That would be cool. Uh, one of my favorite JPEG memories is playing Rock Band at your old apartment, Randall. That was good times. Yeah, that was fun. I, yeah, I, I, I watched those actually. videos. Yeah, I was. There's still some videos if you go back in the group and check it out of uh, of us rocking out. Didn't we take that to a bar? Like our first meetup was at a. A, yeah, it was. And, yeah. and and it was they put us in a room that was like people who had to go to the bathroom had to walk through our room <laughs> to true. go to the bathroom. Nice. And so we'd be sitting there looking like dorks playing these fake plastic instruments and mm-hmm. you know, all these well put together women would come walking in and look apologetic for us. That's how women react to me in general. So I just think that <laughs> I think that's just been my entire life. Oh, right. So, Come on, oh, man. You're what? beautiful. You're, you're beautiful inside and out. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's uh, that. Those videos from from that Chicago adventure, they'll always be entertaining. Where we're like we're having our cultural exchange. What was it that I, what did I bring you? Like uh, blueberry muffin tops, I think. Yeah, and then uh, I, I, oh, I haven't uh, seen those in forever. I think they don't out. make them anymore. They oh, have man. a blueberry muffin top ice cream flavor here at one of the oh, local shops. That's awesome. Yeah. So, I, do we have a dragon slayer? Does anyone have one? Um, I beat Horizon Zero Dawn. I, <laughs> I almost thought you said Horizon Zero Dawn, and you're talking about the <laughs> massage parlor again. <laughs> <laughs> No, that game's really good though. Some of the voice acting is not great, uh, and some of the quests are not great. But overall, I really, really like that game. It's, I I feel like it's it's an important game because the, it's a good female lead, and, and I'm not not joking at all. Like I, it, it was really like heartening, uh, and the story was pretty good. The story kind of drug a bit before it got to some of the twists, like in through the halfway point. Uh, but it was great. Like Ashley Birch was the the lead character, and her voice acting was good. But some of the like People that give you quests and uh, merchants and stuff, their voice acting was pretty bad. A but Skyrimy, uh, yeah, Oblivion. Yeah. I didn't know But it, it, it was it was a great game though. I'm I'm looking forward to the next one. I'm, they left it kind of open for a sequel. Uh, they have a but, big uh, expansion coming out too. Oh, nice. Yeah, and that's uh, I did I didn't 100 percent it, so I'll probably go back and try to do some of the side stuff. But I just uh, I I put about 40 hours into it. I was like, hey, I need to set this one aside for a while and read. Uh, that's uh, I actually probably read more than played video games last year. I read about 110 books, I think. Whoa! Yeah, I read like three books. So yeah, they were all like board books made for children. I only played but... ten. <laughs> just kidding about that. Uh, but no, I'd, yeah. I've been reading like a really like. I, uh, nonfiction, like civil rights and sort of stuff like that. I've, I really kind of expanded my my brain since uh, the JPEG days. Uh, it's not just wieners and butts anymore. Uh, and I love like one of one of my and I don't want to turn this to a book discussion podcast, but one of my favorite types of things to read uh, multicultural sci-fi. So if you all know any sort mm. of uh, things from other cultures, like I've read some like Middle Eastern sci-fi. I've read uh, um, one book I really, really loved, and it's it's not a great book, but it's it's engaging and it's cool. The the culture stuff that it incorporates is called Aleph, the Unseen. 
uh, it's set in the Middle East and it's a kind of science fiction fantasy. It was really good. There's uh, another book that I always want to call the Beast with nine billion backs, but it's actually the Beast with a billion feet. You're thinking uh, of the uh, episode, the episode that terrible one of the terrible Futurama movies. <laughs> I don't don't know that one. There's Sorry. a Beast with nine billion backs. It was but uh, that beast with nine billion feet—that's uh, from India, if I remember correctly—and it just—it's—it's it's cool to get these fantasy elements and just incorporate like elements of culture. I, I really enjoy that sort of stuff. There's one called the Q. It's—I think the lady who wrote it was Egyptian, uh, and that's good. So yeah, see so any any kind of recommendations in that department? Feel free to send them my way. President cool. at whitehouse.co. That's the, the the email address. Yeah. Uh, nice. Just. Yeah, but uh, yeah, so Horizon Zero Dawn and reading a bunch of books. That's that's my dragon sleep. Cool. Okay, okay. I actually well, got I... a Switch. Oh, did you? Yeah, oh, nice. like the greatest did, challenge did, of all. Did your, did your pappy whip you with it? <laughs> You're not the first person to make that goof. No, but um, I've been playing a lot of Zelda and Mario Kart. A lot of Mario yes. Kart. I used to hate Mario Kart, and now I've played, probably put about like 30 to 40 hours in Mario Kart uh, Deluxe. It's so good. It's, it drives me crazy. I used to be a hater, and now like I probably would say my Dragon Slayer in recent times is I got first place online three times in a row. Got Turkey, which is what, fundamentally what, impossible in that game. What changed? Do you think? Uh, what, what did you like? It was that Luigi like death there. Did that it, push a you little bit of that? Um, I like playing. The sad part is it's a Mario Kart game, but I mostly play Isabel from Animal Crossing because she's super cute. She's the best. <laughs> um, she's like a little doggy. And she makes the Animal Crossing chattering noise when you pull off a sweet flip. She's like, like, it's good. There was a cool, uh, or there was like a tweet earlier on that said uh, somebody was playing Isabel on the Zelda cart in the F-Zero stage in a Mario Kart game. Yeah. (laughs) It's pretty crazy. (laughs) It kind of makes me think of Clue. Isabel yeah. <laughs> with the Zelda car and the... this will this will piss off certain people in the group here but like I saw the I was not going to buy a switch I was going to wait till next year and I saw that Super Mario uh, Odyssey trailer and I said I well this is all I have to live for anymore I might as well buy one of things one of these things now hmm. Hmm. I, I, just got Mario man that's all I have left <laughs> yeah I would like to uh I would like to get one, but I think I'm going to hold out for a few more games. If you have a commute, I cannot recommend it enough. I, I ride the train in and out of work every day. Oh, it, so good. It, it helps so much. I love uh, I love Pokemon. Uh, so I will, once that comes out, maybe I'll grab one. Uh, yeah. Don't really have the money for it now. I just uh, I guess this could also be a Dragon Slayer. I finally uh, got rid of State Farm. Not voluntarily, though. So I guess uh, it's accidental Dragon Slaying. That's not a Dragon Slayer. That was... <laughs> Stupid, stupid segue. But yeah, I got kicked off of State Farm because of my, my, my <laughs> So it's not like you went in with the sword, but you opened a business that produced right, coal and right. it polluted like, the dragon's water was supply. A, it, and eventually it was, the a, it was a dragon supply. that I actually liked, but I accidentally, I guess that would. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I had a, I backed into a pole and then the next month I totaled my car. Like I got it, the pole thing fixed. And because of that, like here, like that was last September. So many months later, I got a letter saying, hey, we're kicking you off. Sorry. I could have stayed with State Farm and been in a high risk pool for $271 a month, maybe. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah and I uh, called around to get a few other quotes, uh, one of which from Kentucky Farm Bureau was $400 a month, which is more than my actual car payment. And uh, the, the one that I got that I went with, which is still ridiculous, is $204 a month. And that's renters and auto. And uh, I'm going to have to pay that for they, – they said in September that rate may decrease a little bit because it will have been a year since my last accident. But 
I will be in this like higher risk for probably about three years, mm. which is pretty cool. Barf. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Distracted from the segment. Continue. Dally. Dolly. Oh, um, I have I have quite literally slayed a dragon by finally completing Dragon Quest Seven, which I think came out in like last year sometime. Um, I I don't know about you, how you guys play games, but when, uh, when I play, I like to kind of stick to one game until I complete it, mm-hmm. uh, just because otherwise I get you know distracted and I'll Same. never I'll never finish games. So um, Dragon Quest Seven on the 3DS was one that I had. I loved the Dragon Quest series, so I finally completed that about a hundred and. 40 plus hours in or so. Oh, wow. um, and then, of course, the rest of my backlog uh, just kept growing and growing as new games were coming out. I, I ended up having to put a full stop on buying any new games. And then I, then I went and bought a Switch um, and I beat myself with it. Uh, can, I, can I be the saddest story in the world? I finally found a reasonable, reasonably priced copy of Dragon Quest V for the DS. Uh huh. And I was like, I'm going to get around to playing it. I'm going to get around to playing it. Yeah, you never it's literally sitting in my DS. Now I have a Switch, and I never want to look at the teeny tiny little screen yeah, again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, love my, to... I love my 3DS. Like, I have an XL, and, like, it's one of my favorite systems, uh, for sure. I, ha- I have the classic, but just okay. I have that Switch now. It's that big screen. Oh, my well, God. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely getting I, – I was uh, I was at uh, E3, and we were do- – I think we were doing the Nintendo – we were writing up about the Nintendo stuff um, in the media room over there in the media hospitality lounge. And I had my 3DS sitting on the table, and I was kind of rocking my um, my leg back and forth on the table in front of me, like the coffee table. And there was a – somebody had their um, full hot tea on the table, and I knocked it over, and it spilled all over my 3DS. Oh, no. So now all the buttons are like su- – it still works. But the volume knob is all jacked up. The buttons are all sticky. I did. Ma- I'm playing. I think bravely second on it right now. But I'll be picking up the 2DS XL. I think next week comes out. Or the mm-hmm. week after. Um, but yeah, once you get that switch, you just you don't want to go back. Although I will say that the 3DS is fantastic for taking it into the bathroom at the office because you can just kind of slide that bad boy into your pocket like you slide in the DMs. Nice. Slide that bad boy in your pocket. Ooh, so- uh, the millennials, you just. Are you trying yeah. to steal my spot as the millennial? Trying to, trying, and then you just go into the go into the bathroom and uh and and you know play half hour or so is worth of of an RPG. Yeah, I don't care. I have no shame. I'm bringing that switch in, baby. <laughs> Kidding me? Russ, Russ, you still wear jinkos all the time, right? Yeah, I do wear to... my big old jinkos. I am a pro wrestler. That's right. <laughs> that is my temp job is pro wrestling, and I wear big old jinko jeans in between and taking bumps and a Bullet Club T-shirt. Yeah. Oh God! If I was a member of the Bullet Club, I would cry. And oh. I, I, I got back into wrestling a little bit. I watched a couple of pay per views, and I there's uh, some of the kind of like local sort of stuff is fun. Uh, went to one of those. Uh, well, yeah, uh, I have a local space that I could go to at some point, but I'm too scared. I'm too. I'm gonna. Oh, I'm gonna see. I'm a mark. I bet Portland like local wrestling is all like hipster like sort of stuff, right? Maybe I don't know. Like they're all like they walk out to like indie rock bands. I only watch wrestling that isn't on pay-per-view. I bet they're all wrestling ironically up there. <laughs> yeah. I've watched a little bit in New Japan. I, w- I want to watch more of it, but I like I like Lucha Underground. That's been what I've been to, that's what I start with and which will probably get canceled soon, so. They actually uh in Louisville uh 
which Louisville is kind of like the Portland of the South, and I'm not even like making that up, but I think people maybe actually call it that. Um, okay. They have uh, a hipster wrestling thing. It's the Louisville arm wrestling, like underground arm wrestling or something. Oh they God. they do arm wrestling tournaments, but they do them up like old school WWF, like rivalries, people with masks on yelling at each other, and they have storylines and stuff like that. It's it's kind of crazy. That's awesome. That's good stuff. Yeah, if you go to LouisvilleChampionshipArmWrestling.com, you can check out some of their videos and stuff. It's kind of fun. I feel like we're running out of steam, boys. I know. I'm not running. I'm I'm going 10,000 miles an hour. Ooh. Yeah. Well, we're also coming up on what? Two hours? Yeah. Yeah. I I, I don't know when we actually started the show. Uh, Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know exactly when we did either. What? What did we get? Do we hear what your dragon slayer was, Randall? Oh Oh, yeah. Man. I know you kicked Um, off the segment, but. No, you said you got Rock Band Four. Was that? A dragon yeah, that's slayer? not really a Dragon Slayer. I'm I'm discovering how far from slaying any dragons in Rock Band Four I am now. I used you, to be you, really good at you it. You slayed the dra- you slayed the dragon of self disappointment. Just like, why did I buy this? This sucks. And then you were like, you know what? Things will be okay, right? Yeah. Everything gonna be alright. Which what's what gaming device do you have Rock Band Four? Uh, Xbox One. Okay. Well, I did because I um we have so much DLC for uh sure. for the Rock Band series. I've got over a thousand songs for the the thing, so it didn't make sense you, to jump ship. Are you an Xbox One guy, or do you have both, like the PS4 and the Xbox One? I just have an Xbox One, and honestly, we mostly use it as a media center right now. Ah. Uh, so the uh the game that I've played the most of is Diablo. Oh, nice. Uh, and, There's a resurgence of that happening. Well, yeah, because they, you know, they came out yep. with uh, the Necromancer class mm-hmm. uh, a couple weeks ago, and that's fun to play. It's major league overpowered, but that's part of why it's fun to play. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, in terms of gaming, I don't have a don't have a Dragon Slayer yet. Not right now. I don't feel like any of the things I've achieved are are uh, all that mind blowing. Yeah, I need uh, to. I need to get up that Diablo three. It's been awesome. Like there, there are no good like loot games like that anymore. I missed the, like Torchwood or not Torchwood, Torchlight. Torchlight. Uh, yeah. yeah, like they need to do another one of those. Yeah. Is well, Tracer in Diablo? Yeah, well, they, there's two. Yeah, like I mean, I, I play through two obsessively, but uh, it, they they have a new game coming out, but it looks completely like different. Is stylistic. Tracer in Diablo? No. Oh, then I won't play. No. <laughs> right. Is <laughs> Man is Man Diablo? Shut up. I do not care then. Ugh. Oh, man, you millennial. Uh, I'm a millennial. I just want You're loot boxes. So but not that kind of loot box. I do have, I do, thanks to EJ Alcantara, I do have uh, Overwatch, but I have not played very much at all. Well, you're not playing the real thing if it's on console. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've turned into that bad person. I, I, I'm, I'm all PC. I don't have a console anymore. I will buy a PS for whenever death stranding comes out because i'm a monster i keep hmm. getting sucked back in hey i just found a quote from torchlight developer torchlight 3 isn't happening because dev is burnt out uh let's admit it he says diablo 3 is killing it right now i don't want to killing it maybe dragon killing rather uh, they have a new game called hob that looks kind of like a zelda sort of thing that actually looks hmm. like it might be kind of cool i don't know if it's out yet or not thanks google and on that note gentlemen yes Thanks for joining start, today. Start your engines. We're going another two hours. Anyway, oh yeah, get ready. We're almost halfway there. Oh, my God. 
yeah it was, no. a, it was a pleasure guys i've been i've been uh, yeah. wanting to to talk like even if we didn't record it we should do like a, a weekly skype call and just shoot the crap for an hour yeah uh, it'll be but, like uh, our own private podcast our own private idaho podcast. yeah yeah but uh, I, I feel like uh, I feel like people are going to want to hear what we got to say. Mm-hmm. At, least, at least the group. The group has made. I mean, we lost a lot of members. Like I think we were pushing like four thousand for a while, but now it's, they're all uh, in the ball pit. It, it doesn't. It doesn't help when the podcast has been dead. Uh, I mean, for, it's, we, we get in there. Post, for the, it's, it's, the it's more. It's more about the community, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the saying, the, the dedicated I mean, ones are still in there. Do you think I should start up a Discord, a JPEG Discord? Yeah, let's do that. That's not a bad yeah, idea. I've been thinking about that for a while. Like, why don't we have one yet? Like, we have outlasted uh, joystick proper. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess they're still like, uh, hybrid with the Engadget, right? I don't think so. I don't even think. Is, is it there? I think the archives are at least. I don't know if they're still like. Yeah, the archives are there. They may, they may just have game reporters from Joystick. I don't know. Uh, have you all heard the Polygon show yet? We we don't have to include this, but uh, I just I just realized they have a news show now. Uh, no, 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 it just it just started like a few weeks ago. Uh, but yeah, it's not bad. Anyway, I sorry, only have sorry. time for one gaming podcast. I need to listen to more podcasts where grown men talk about Star Wars and scream at each other. I understand that. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Randall. I know you're trying to close us out. Yeah. I am trying to close us out. <laughs> We're going. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. That, Goodbye, everybody. We're fading into the mist. It's been fun. Oh, what Yay. would you do uh, if I sang out a tune? Oh, <laughs> I was waiting for somebody to narrate us out. Like, Live and learn. Oh, that's my podcast. <laughs> Live and learn. That's my... the rest watch. <laughs> Live and learn about weird stuff on the internet. Yeah. Let me breathe. Burn down.